This episode is brought to you by SMP Inc., uh, JPS Computers, and my new sponsor. I'm shouting out to Red Rock Harley Davidson. Uh, they they gave me a home during the pandemic, and when everything was taken away from me, the entertainment world was crushed, and they gave me a space and a home, and now they're the sponsor of a Hero's Journey podcast. And shout out to Rock Rage Radio listeners. What's really cool is I opened up this show so different. Chase, we took a totally different approach today and opened the show up with music. I mean... We're, we're really going back to our roots here with uh, with this Bro, one. like, <clears throat> we didn't even know how to do this show today. So, um... I have today, I, I want to introduce, all the way from New York, Georgie Freddie from the band Dirty Lover, everybody. 
What's going on? Thank you for having me. Appreciate <laughs> you're, you're, you're it. Very welcome. And my good buddy, Chuck Feltner from Nashville. My man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You were backstage with me, and uh, Nicole's parents were like, uh, is that that achy, breaky heart guy? <laughs> you living in Nashville? Literally, I get that once a week. I'm like, that guy's like 50 or like 55. I'm like, do I really look that old yet? <laughs> it was just funny. You, no, were, just sit you were sitting on the couch. So here's the deal. You guys just rolled in uh, on the weekend. Yep. You came in to see me just to do the podcast with Chase and I. Absolutely, man. We've been stoked for this. We've been excited. Yeah, it's, it's worth leaving the it's worth leaving the city for things like this, especially when it's like grounded by good people and it's like fresh, but it's like exploding. Yeah, so Everything I see is super fucking cool. Uh, no, you're fine. You can curse. <laughs> you can curse on this show. Um, <laughs> So we opened up the show. What song was that that we just opened up with? That was called Sales. Okay, so I'm going to have to teach you to talk on the mic. That's, that's the next lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open. I'm open <laughs> Get up on it. <laughs> so, Hi. hey guys, here's, here's the thing. You know, you, you, you guys came in all the way from, from New York and from Nashville to do this. Yeah. And you took it, you take a chance on yourself. I mean, you and I were in the hallway making our gummy bear tea, which I just taught you about, you know, for singing and whatnot. And we, we were talking about how you had friends that reached out to you and said you flew all the way to Vegas just to do an interview. I think uh, when someone hears something that's outside of their comfort zone, it's hard to grasp something they would never do. Yeah, but and here's the thing, what we do, what we choose to do for a living is out of the norm it's out of the norm for most people absolutely. period anyway yep. you know what i'm saying absolutely so when you hit me up and said hey brian i want to come to i want to come to vegas i want to bring georgia i want to introduce georgie to you and come be on the show and let's let's talk about it let's talk about music let's talk about our journey and the next question is you guys obviously wrote that song together absolutely okay yeah. so how does how does one how does that work and two how did Dirty Lover come to be? Well, Dirty yeah. Lover coming to be, Dirty Lover coming to be would start like 15 years ago first because that's when I first met Chuck. Okay. Um, we T were young. Tell them the story. Yeah. Tell them the Am I going there? Am I going yeah, to that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So when I was like in my early 20s, I um, put a simple ad on Craigslist <laughs> and Chuck answered it. And we spoke on the phone, we hit it off, and I'm like, oh man, great, what kind of base do you have? He's like, oh, I sold everything to get here. <laughs> Literally, I and sold like, everything to move to New York City and pay for the rent and everything. I was like, I just, I was young and ignorant. I had no clue how expensive that city was. I'm like, you don't, you're a fucking bass player and you don't have a bass? Ah, fuck it, we got a bass you can play. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So the, the kid's walking down, gets off the train, walking down the block, and me and my cousin Johnny are outside smoking. And we see this kid wearing silver moon boots without even knowing what the fucking guy sounds like. We're like, I think we found our bass player. <laughs> <laughs> the old days. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's just kinetic energy from the instant. Like, because I couldn't find somebody that can handle the style of playing that I do because I play guitar like a tree trunk and same thing with the bass. Right. So the energy that they have from just growing up in that city, like the band was so kinetic. I was just drawn in and we fit like a glove. It was so amazing. was it the same band or was it a different band back then? It was his band. Okay. He had a band called The Factory back in the day. Okay. In New York City. Yeah. Yeah. And Chuck, Chuck was a big piece of it. He was Mr. Groove, Mr. Backbone. 
he right. worked really well with our drummer. And uh, when he left, going back down to the south, we had to start from scratch, and the band was just never the same. We had some great players come in, sounded great, it just wasn't the same. Right. And wow. uh, years later, fifteen years we, later, fifteen yeah. years later, we we stayed in touch with each other all the time. Uh, COVID happened, unfortunately. And uh, as soon as the plane tickets were, uh, soon, soon as we were able to get on planes, he flew over to New York, asked me if I would be available. I'm like, you better get your ass over to my apartment on Saturday. Invited my brother, his wife, my sister, his wife. We had a little party at the house. Really? While everyone's having a good time, me and Chuck are in the corner, picking up where we left off 15 years ago. Literally, like nothing ever. <laughs> in, in a corner, just like writing, and we created Dirty Lover. The song. Our, our first single. That, yeah. that Which out. I love, and I love that song. I, I remember telling you when you played it for me, uh, and you, because obviously, I mean, you guys, the band's called Dirty Lover. My band is Elvis Monroe. We're on the same label. Yep. Curtain Call band, Records. Curtain Call Records. And so when you, you know, signed with Curtain Call, I was like, dude, Dirty Lover has to be the single. That's, uh, isn't that the first song that yeah, dropped with it? Yeah, that was the first song. Yeah. Literally the first song. Yeah. That's a, oh, it's a great song. But, Thank you, man. Appreciate that. You know, we were sitting in the kitchen um, in my place. And I was telling you at first, I thought, you know, oh, it's it, it almost has this this kind of garage band, not garage band, but indie vibe at first, right? And I thought, you know, that's you were just showing me demos at the time. Yeah, I did not know until I started hearing more songs. Like, oh no, this is the vibe. This is what you guys are going for, and it's it's great. Thank you. Like, man. I really dig it. I dig. We, we bleed for this. Yeah, and yeah. obviously, you jumped on a plane, you came all the way here to see me, Without and we're question. friends. Yeah. And I have a few other artists that are doing the same thing, that are coming out here to do this. And it's it makes me, man, dude, you guys don't even know. Like, yeah, uh, but you were, you were made for this. Thank you. But now It's this, so organic with you. Thanks. And for a podcast host, you, you can talk to anybody. You can pull things out of anybody. So it's like... This to me is not, this is just hanging out. You know? Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate so cool. it. But you yeah. know, even when we started, like as we started this whole thing, um, I know, Georgia, you don't, you haven't done a lot of interviews. Yeah, it's correct. Interviews it, are usually not my thing. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you out there. So you can <laughs> kneel back. And it's true. It's, it, but here's the thing you are a sponge right now. And that's what's really cool. You, you have your own style, you have your own thing, right? And I dig it. I dig what you're doing. I dig what you're both doing. I've always done. Your social media is on fire. You guys need to follow uh, follow Dirty Lover Band on everything. And But what's really cool is you have your own style and your own thing. But you came in my door saying, hey, man, what, what can I? Give me some tips. Give me some stuff. Because we're all learning. I do the same thing. I was with Joe Nichols the other night backstage watching. And he was doing some stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? And he walked up to him quietly, yeah. like, what were you doing there? And he's like, oh, I need it. And I'm like, hey, let me share something with you. Gummy bear tea. And he goes, what? And I broke it down, and I had to break it down. Same thing. Like, there's little things, and we all have our routines to doing stuff. But then here's, here's when it comes to a hero's journey, there is the, that call to action. The thing that you're meant to do Right? Yeah, absolutely. Keeps presenting itself to you. Mm -hmm. are, are you listening? Are you paying attention? And then when you step across that line into that 
call to adventure, you know, and you, you step into this new space. And when you're in that new space, you, you find mentors, you find people that are going to help you get to where you want to be yeah. a lot faster. Cause it's, it doesn't matter who we are as who, who I was. So it's this be, is the yeah. future and who I want to be. Yeah. And to get that, I got a, I got a pull from you and I got a pull from you. I'm going to pull from Chase. I just went and saw Chase, producer Chase, on Friday singing opera. And I'm sitting in my seat going, <laughs> man, this guy puts me to shame. You know, I'm a singer-songwriter, but he's up there going, Whoa! you know, and singing in, in Italian. And I'm like, I don't know what he's saying, it's but, badass, but it's making me want to cry. Yeah, you know. Okay. So, no, but for real. And so to see people do something that I can't do, uh, like what you guys have, this style. So you started, you started this band and go ahead, please. I find well, with what you're talking about with that, I find that like, first, like comfortability is, is the death of creativity. So if we're, there's a lot of people that just are comfortable with where they're at and what they're doing, you know? So it's like. That is where you stop growing. So we right. should always be learning from each other. We should, we're doing this together. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, not only that, we're on this earth together. Like everybody's here to learn. That's what we're doing. You know. And if you want to get great lessons, the best way to learn is to figure out who you are and stop leaning on other people to get there. Because when you look in the mirror and you start understanding that the hard work you're doing is actually creating something, you're creating your own identity. That's when you get an opportunity to meet someone like you. I can get this tidbits on these T's and I wouldn't get those tidbits if I didn't put in my own time, my own effort to get to a certain place. And if I didn't do that, I probably wouldn't be working with him now. The first conversation we had, the first conversation we had when we decided to do this was rule number one, let's keep our egos at the door. Right. And we're all about the betterment of the song, the betterment of the band, the betterment of the brand. Like, each other, we're brothers. You know what I mean? We're building each other up. And Does it change the fact that if you write something or if I write something and we're not into it? Well, that's more like more than not. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's more than not, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, and it, well, and that's that's a thing. Um, it's art, it and is. we're always just if you're not pulling from yourself and pulling from moments and pulling. I mean, you were writing a song last night. Yeah. You know, in the living room, and. We found ourselves, Georgie, you came walking in to my place and you made a statement that was, I say it, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like this vessel. I don't know where these songs come from. I don't know that it's just kind of like, uh, it's just speaking download. through me. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, universal he said download. universal download. Yeah. He's like, I'm, it's like it's universal download. And I'm like, damn. They Dude, are. They really that's, are. That, that was prolific it's amazing you can sit there when it comes to songwriting that's what it needs to be though those kinds of things you said so much in two words and you just were saying it in passing you were just it wasn't like something that and i as a songwriter have to pay attention to things that aren't the norm to me the way i speak I mean, he sounds funny as it is you know he's albanian right is that, is, that, is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Albanian. Albanian. And uh, I love it. Like New, New York. Slightly off because yeah. of the... <laughs> <laughs> and he's a New Yorker. Yeah. yeah. You know. But... Uh, Double whammy. Your, your energy, you guys. I put you on the spot. We were at a party, you know, on Saturday and with a five-string guitar. In those situations, um, 
again, it's that call to adventure and, and, and action kind of thing. And you guys jumped on a plane. That was, I, I'm answering this call, I'm yeah. at this opportunity. I'm going, Georgie hadn't been here since he was 19 or something. And you guys are coming on my little show but and having a, a great time. We were having a great time all weekend. And I put you in a spot where you're playing a five-string guitar <laughs> that's, that won't stay in tune. Yeah. But you're entertaining these people in this house. But that's the love of music. That is like most people would not do it because, oh, I'm protecting my brand. It's just a transfer whatever. of energy. Exactly. It's a tool. You know what I mean? Yeah. A guitar. I could pick up something. I could bang my foot on the table and we could write a song to it. It's an energy, you know? Right. That's what you're creating. Well, I can't. I can't people really get talk. lost. I wasn't ready for that. People you get guys lost were like, you're going to play a song. I'm like, spot. son of a bitch. I'm like, right, He's fine. over there having <laughs> heart palpitations. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just right now, I just fucking did three shots. You guys are <laughs> I'm like, five strings? Eh, whatever. Fuck. Five strings won't stay in tune. <laughs> but... You know what, too, that everybody there was just having fun and they enjoyed it. Such because a good group of most, people. Most artists won't do that. You know, most well, artists won't. We're idiots. So, but no, no, yeah. no. I will do it. I'll do it. Uh, it's it's one of those things. I, but I don't play guitar well enough to sit and, you know, bang out, bang out. You just need to know it. how good enough to write some songs. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, and that's what I do. Yeah. You know, just enough to do that. Um, it's crazy because I want get to get to another song. But that last song was called, again, Sales. Sales. Okay. And to the Rock Rage Radio listeners out there, um, this is Dirty Lover. And what do you guys consider yourselves from? Is it New York or is it Nashville? Both. We're, we are or, both. Yeah. Your Florida Georgia line. So right. <laughs> yeah. your, your Mason Dixon line. Yeah, you're. You made it? a bridge yeah. between New York and Nashville. <laughs> the Jersey, yeah, the Jersey line. <laughs> Jersey line, yeah. No, that's cool. Are you guys having fun so far? Man, it's been a blast. Great, well, yeah. you know what? Let's get let's get to playing another song. You want to do another one? Yeah, let's All do right. another one. What do you guys want to play? One, one rebel, one album. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So tell me about this song. Where did this song come from? Before we get to playing this, Georgie. One Rebel, One Outlaw comes from a time period when I was a boy still trying to figure out how to be a man. And uh, Isn't that us right now? Isn't that still that's the case? Al it's always easier Dude. to be a boy. Yeah. It takes a lot of work to be a man. Yeah. Knowing what it's... you're worth, what you will and will not stand for, standing on your own ground when you believe in something. Yeah. Accepting things that you want in your life. Yeah. Not just like taking it because it's comfortable. Right. And this song was about a confused young man who uh, was with somebody that accepted them for who they are. And um, it can get a little crazy sometimes when you <laughs> yeah. let a crazy one in your life. Yeah. Is this song out yet? No. No. Okay. So, so the, the first song we played, we're, only, we're only actually going to play one song that's actually out. Okay. So, like, so this, this is all future stuff then. Yeah. Cool. I just want to, I want to make sure that everybody out there listening to Hero's Journey podcast knows where they can find this stuff, but it's if you... It's the first time it's ever been played. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. And Rock Rage Radio. Chasey, you having a good time so far? I know I'm having you love having artists in the room. This makes me so happy. My heart is so full right good, now. Good, man. Yeah. Where's your camera, dude? I'm missing your I know, camera. You know, I wasn't expecting to be talking this much. On okay, the I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but you're my boy. And this was this was the way it was supposed to be. Yeah, straight. So, all right. Yeah. This is Dirty Lover. Oh, 
Nice. <laughs> nice job, dude. That Thank was you. awesome, you guys. Thanks, man. You know, uh, we opened the show, and I didn't, uh, I, I, I thought he was going into the intro, and I didn't cheer or anything. I was like waiting <laughs> for it, sitting there. So I, I hope you cut that out, you know. Oh, I'm beginning. going to. Okay, <laughs> but um, guys, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate and that. it's been so much fun hanging out this weekend. Yeah, it's been um, blessed. You know, Three days is enough in Vegas, so I'm not going to Isn't lie. it? Georgie <laughs> said that yesterday. Yeah, it's true. Like, he he was like he comes in he's like i think i'm done like <laughs> i'm ready to just go do the interview and i'm i'm just done yeah and that's a man that lives in new york city yeah, one exactly. of the most busiest <laughs> like, i was never i was never much into gambling no. i came here for music hey i'm actually ahead i cannot believe it i'm yeah, leaving I, vegas ahead <laughs> georgie put in a dollar wins 250 <laughs> yeah and gives it all back ah, five minutes later. I'm on, a, I'm on a business call right next to him, and I'm watching the whole thing. He puts in two bucks. He's like, I'm up $200. By the time I get off, he's done. He, just, he lost it all. I'm like, you lost all that in that short amount of time? He's Amen. like, say lovey. So it's Vegas. You're in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. But what I love about what you guys are doing right now, too, is you said, hey, Brian, you know, I'm coming out. And I said it with my accent. I don't know. I don't know what accent I have, but you have an accent. So, hey, yeah. Brian. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. So, Kentucky so, Redneck. Yeah. So I'm coming out. Uh, can you find us a uh, photographer? Yeah. And that Chase was a guy I thought of as a photographer, but he was busy. And I sent you somewhere else. And you ended up finding someone. How? How'd you find someone? I went on Instagram and I typed in Las Vegas photographers and I just started scrolling for someone who had a vibe. Yeah. And then I sent him a message. I sent three people a message. One of them sent me back. So, yeah, that's literally just like that. So, uh, you guys like jumped in an uh, Uber. No, I dropped you off. Yeah, you dropped us off. I, I was like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. I dropped you guys off and you guys had a photo shoot. Yeah, it was awesome, actually. He, he killed it. Like, yeah. Hey, Chase, we have those photos, good. right? Yeah, we do. Oh, there we Look go. Look at these. Look at these guys. 
Damn. Just a couple cunts. All right. <laughs> Sorry. These ladies. are awesome. The vibe is immaculate. Yeah. Look at these shades. Look at Disco pussy. Disco okay. <laughs> I loved that for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, dude, that has to have, you got to have that one with Dirty Lover logo in the corner. All day that's long. That's perfect. Yeah, that's so cool. You know? I don't even know what that place was. I'm going to leave you guys for about 30 seconds. I'm going to run to the bathroom. Oh, you go do that. <laughs> you got the bladder of an old man. Oh, my God. <laughs> this has never happened before. Really? Yeah. There's a first. funny. There's, there's, a, a, there's first a lot of firsts with Georgie. Exactly. So, dude, you guys, you, you come out here. That's what I love about what you're doing. Yeah, man. Is that we're you, yes men this year. Exactly. Yeah. We're showing up for ourselves. So that's what we told each other. We're like, we're going to put everything we have into this because we don't have any other choice. Yeah. We're like, we have to do this, man. Like, our souls, our hearts, this is our therapy. Like, this is what we want to do for the rest of our lives. So, Before I saw you um, this trip, the last time we saw each other was... I had jumped on a bus to go write songs oh, with yeah. and for uh, a band called Anything But Human. What's up, boys? Yeah, and I'm actually going out. Um, I'm going out with Love and Theft in what is it? Uh, February. Yeah, that's awesome. So February 23rd, we're in Reading, and Anything But Human is on that bill with us. Um, so it's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah. I got the chance to meet those guys and. You and I wrote a song for them. Yeah. Uh, painted Outlines. Mm -hmm. And I remember writing that song with you. You came out here. I mean, we were friends for probably 10, 15 minutes. We were, you know, yeah. Literally, literally yeah. through Tristan and, and Todd Berman yeah. that I got the chance to meet you and we became friends. And we had this, we had our CD release party here in Las Vegas for Elvis Monroe and you're like, hey, man, I'm coming out to the show. Yeah, because Todd was supposed to come with me. Oh, he was? I didn't know that. Yeah, so we were both supposed to come, and I think he just had something that came up. I can't remember what it was. It's been so long ago, and I was like, well, I'm still going to go. Screw yeah, it. Like, you, you yeah, and I was like, why not? You know, it's like So, and what was really cool about that was, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, you're here watching the show. This is really cool. Um, afterwards, they gave me the 180 suite. Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, I had, I'm there by myself. Ben's having to jump a flight to, like, I don't know where. And so he's literally gone. And so I have like five rooms in the 180 suite at the Red Rock. That place and, was unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, pick a room. It's I yours. Walked in and I'm like, this is literally the size of like us, like a high school. It's yeah. so big. <laughs> it's so yeah, huge. You could go bowling in it yeah. if you want to do this. It, it really was insane. So, but then the next day, um, you were, I forget what it was. And you're like, dude, um, can I just crash at your place? And I'm like, yeah. And you picked up my guitar and we sat out on the patio and wrote paid an outline. Yeah. And we my got, I got canceled. Yeah. And I, that's I, what it was. I didn't have a place to stay. And I was like, I was like, dude, crap. just come to my house. Yeah. You're like, yeah, bro, come over saying, which yeah. was so gracious of you. No, no, no. Yeah. And, and we ended up writing a song and, and yeah. So then that's the last time I saw you and, and demoing all that at your house. Yeah. Um, I was, that's you fun. know, that was cool. Yeah, that man. Really it's cool. cool. How, uh, if you just plant those seeds sometimes, like that song set for five years, no one heard it. And all of a sudden it rose to the top because it had that opportunity in the right hands yeah. and everything like that. And then now that song is coming to fruition. Yeah. If they don't cut it soon, I'm cutting it. Like, Did you hear that? Yeah. I'm, I'm putting that on you guys. If yeah, you don't you hear cut that? the same, it's like that song 
Soon enough. You got 37 I'm, seconds. I'm all over I say it. you just take it. <laughs> just move on. Hey, I got to ask, man. Did everything come out okay? You good? Oh, yeah. All clear. Yeah. Okay. All good. So all that tea all I had you drinking. You told yeah. me to have two. I had yeah. six. <laughs> uh, depends. We're looking for a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So um, what's next? What's next with you guys right now? Next, we're preparing for this year's live shows. We have uh, a bunch of people getting ready uh, to step on stage with us. Um, we have some shows booked in May. That's, ah. that's still in the works, I hear. Yeah, so that's, that's <laughs> funny because um, that was, you know, it was one of those things. We woke up the other day yeah. and we were passing the guitar back and forth and playing songs and you got to start singing. And I just started videoing you. And I sent it over to Nick from Dadcast. And I'm like, I the tour I just mentioned that I'm going out with Love and Theft and Anything But Human and also Fogline, shout out. Um, I, I was like, I know that there is a potential tour that's being put together in May. And I just sent it and he hits me back and he's like, hey man, what if, what about Dirty Lover, Elvis Monroe and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yep. <laughs> And yeah, we're so, sitting there. You tell us that we're I'm sitting trying, to, trying, be trying cool. to be cool. Like, yeah, trying yeah, to be man, cool. Yeah, that's oh, cool. No, that's cool. Yeah, you guys cool. go upstairs and I hear, Whoa! I'm like, did he say five cities? <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> Step away. I'm like, Oh, we're, <laughs> we're just so hungry for it, man. You know, it's like, you just work so hard and we're a baby band. No one knows who we are, you know? No. So like to have this opportunity yeah. to have the opportunity to play in front of people and share our art to right. the world is all we want so we do appreciate you and thank you so much man. oh dude i'm a big fan of you oh thank we're you a team so we're a team now yeah no hell yeah hell yeah dude like it's one of those things where i i'm a fan of dirty lover i'm a fan of you i've been a fan of your art man appreciate you're you. a painter you i have a marilyn monroe that needs to go and i need to frame it and put it in here you you drew it with a pen it was insane and you did that for me. You're like, hey, I, I got you something. Sure I and he, still do it. And he, and he, no, but you did it. <laughs> I have it. And you, you sent it to me. But what people don't know about you is you're a full-blown artist, man. You, you do interior design. Yeah, and you creator. do it for, for celebrities. Chase, this guy walks in spaces and just sees, you know, visualize what, what, what he wants to do to a room. And so... To have you walk around here at Sticky Paw Studios and go, oh, this place is really cool. It's got a vibe, whatever. Means yeah. a lot coming from somebody yeah, who man, understands. I tear, I tear things apart mentally. Right. <laughs> he walked in and he talked about the set immediately, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> um, and you, Georgie. So we were, we were talking last night, and you said you used to do, you were like in the top 10 of what? Like it was fashion? Oh, I worked in a... Oh. I worked at a GB65 in New York City, top 10 fashion company okay, in the so, uh, city. One of the top, top right. fashion. Their number one client was Madonna. I don't know what, they, what their situation is anymore. Right. No, but what my point is this, is that we all have these things. I have this. I have the podcast. I have a clothing line. I have these other avenues that I can. It's an extension of myself. Yeah. That keeps presenting itself, and so I have to I have to do something with it. And obviously, your fashion, your fashion guy, this both of you. I, that's when I follow you guys on social media. That's what I see, and it's cool. Like even the photos we just pulled up, very vibey, cool. 
you know, ha huh, Chase. Like it's like he's nodding over there. Yeah. It's it's definitely who knows. You guys, man. you just find stuff you like yeah, and throw the, it all together, you know. Right, but what I'm saying is, last night, Georgie says to me, "You told me a story about this calling, and you knew when you went went home and wrote a song. Oh, yeah. What song was that that you wrote? Um, it was a part. It was a piece of um, a song that we have called Not Today. Um, I was working this fashion job for a while, and." Uh, it took away my time from being an artist and doing music. And it was one of those weird crossroads in my life. And I was sitting working one day and the sun hit me in the face, saw my reflection. And I was like, is this who the fuck you are? Bawled like a little bitch in the bathroom, went home, wrote a song, realized, oh, the universe still has me in their thoughts. Right. And I started doing more music, going to work more tired. Started taking lunch breaks, smoking joints, <laughs> writing music in the, right. in the park. And um, yeah, I quit that to do this. And I'll never separate myself from who I really am ever again for yeah, the rest man. of my life. Yeah, it's kind of the same. I didn't realize that really. It's kind of the same with me. It's too. a tough journey, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's a painful fucking it, journey. It, it really, it really is. Yeah, and it's, it's, did uh, you think you're doing something right? But at the same time, you forget that you have a heart that needs something to be done right by it as well. I remember... You know, I'm, I'm working a job and, and uh, one of the employees comes to me. And, and you know what? It was Red Rock Harley Davidson. The place, my sponsor of this show gave me a job during the pandemic. And they said to me, you know, this is, this is your home as long as you want it. That's awesome. And um, they gave me a, a place. But I was getting, I was at a point where I'm, I was good at it and helping people. Because yeah. I like to... I like I like people exactly, yeah. and so I would literally talk people out of getting a bike because I didn't think they were ready for it, or, or they were biting off too much, or whatever. It wasn't about that dollars that I was making; yeah. it was about making sure that they, you know, I was looking out for them. Well, kind people of people buy things from people that they trust, right? And, and I didn't want to interest. In yeah, them. exactly, and I didn't want to make them feel like. You're I I am push something exactly off. and yeah. that so my point was this one of the guys there came to me and said I just watched you do your thing right and he goes you're getting too good at this and too comfortable cut ties you you gotta go and so as soon as I you know because it's pandemic so it's opening up so as soon as I went for it again yeah I found my place again. And then I found Sticky Paw Studios, and here I am. So yeah, this literally just one decision can change your whole entire life. Exactly. So I had that moment that Georgie had, and mine was interior songs, design, right? I had a very perfect, like a very uh, good interior design career, and I literally just had to walk away from it to pursue my music career. And exactly. You got to go all in, man. Yeah. You There's do. No other way. Are you yeah, guys? That's the thing. You say you got to go all in. Yeah. Biggest problem I've ever had in my life was I was the only one in the project going all in. Okay, but you found somebody who goes. Chuck's all the in. only person I know. That's all you need. That's willing yeah. to go all the fucking. You way. Get a lot done you, with you, a couple people. Exactly. You yeah. you can move mountains. Um, I I got a buddy named Chuck Capello, and uh, he, oh, gave, yeah. he gave me that sign. He bought me a bus. He he has. He's the guy who who believed in it mm -hmm. and he's like this is what you're made to do this this is your space this is it and and he told me that he's like you can move mountains and and i believe you by yourself can do that 
and it resonated with me. Thank you, and what's great is it's the same thing. We're like, I feel like we're on the same like vibration. We're on this, we're, we are resonating together and this, that's what makes it fun. This weekend was not something that, you know, you, you invite people around and it's like, oh shoot, like when are these people gonna go? Yeah. I was, every morning I was having fun in this. We could get into these creative talks and talking about songwriting and talking about sound and, and what moves us, what gets us off. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's what that's what we're doing right now. We're talking about that for everybody to listen to. Yeah. But I want to get you guys into playing another song. Are you playing that song that you actually no. just talked about? No. No, that's right. But you did play it for me. You played yeah. a little bit. Yeah, we actually played you. Uh, that's actually going to be our next single. Okay. So you you'll played, hear it very soon. Yeah, yeah, you played it. I got a recording of it. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's why I knew it. So, but I'm proud of you. You out there listening, you guys. It you can be. Anywhere USA, you can be in a small ass town, but if you believe in yourself and you want to put in the work, you can do anything you want to do. You can find yourself in Austria like Chase doing uh, opera. You can, I was uh, in a, from a small town of Salem, Oregon, and it was much smaller when I lived there. I got in my car and I drove to Hollywood and I lived in my car for three and a half months. Because I knew that there was something out there that was different than than putting in floors or rugs or whatever. I mean, putting in painting ships and the things that I was doing, which is great. And they were great traits. And I, I applaud anybody who does that because I need those people in my life and they do a great job. And if that's your dream, go after it. But this was mine. And so this is yours. And... I applaud you guys for jumping on a plane and Thanks, coming man. here and seeing me. Did you ever notice that when you weren't where you wanted to be, nobody had any suggestions for you? But no. once you started getting on that path that you needed to go that made you you, yeah. all of a sudden everyone's got an opinion. Oh, yeah. Ain't that funny how that works? Yeah, and you know, you know the opinion most of the time is, you know, so-and-so was really good and they didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And it's all fear-based I had, I, I had this and this didn't happen for me. So, you know, you should probably go after something else because yeah. it didn't happen for me. And you know what? You know what success is? Doing what you love. Absolutely. And, and I don't want to be somebody who, and I told you guys this weekend, I don't want to just exist. Yeah. I want to live. And if this is the moment that I'm getting right now, this is what I'm given. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it. This is living, man. Yeah. Because we're stuck on our phones all the time and no one talks. No, no one talks anymore. No. This is literally one of the only forms of it other yeah. than sitting in your living room. Exactly. You know? Like, exactly. Showing up is a problem as well. Yeah. You have to show up. Yeah. You have to show up and you have to be fearless. And if you, and like I said, you can't be complacent. You can't be, this is who I am. Or this is who, you know, this is, that's who I was. This is who I am. Yeah. No. The future version of you, that's what you're chasing. Well, you know I, what I'm saying? Well, I find what the hardest part for people, so I live in Nashville, right? Right. I am in a city full of some of the best musicians in the entire world. Mm -hmm. Okay? None of them know who they want to be. No, because they're all sitting there playing cover songs on, free, on Broadway. Yeah. And they're just trying to make a living and get by. I, again, I applaud them for that. Yeah. But... The, no, the identity, yeah. the identity of, they can sound like this person, sound like that person, do it just like this person. But then you ask them, 
what do you got? And they're not doing it. Yeah. They can't. They yeah. don't know. Or they play. I'm like, uh, you ever, you ever, somebody who just plays hit after hit after hit every night. And then what do you got? And you go to listen and you're like, how do you not know what a hit song is? You play them. Yeah. You play them all the time. And I, that it rattles me to not understand like just even I'm glad I'm glad not everybody can write oh, songs, I, I, you know what I mean? yeah but it's <laughs> it's the thing is it's we have our own identity I don't sound like you guys you guys don't sound like me I don't sound like Georgie he doesn't sound like me yeah it's that's what makes it special yeah I, we don't sound like Chase you know what I'm saying absolutely we, it, it's it's one of those things where where we embrace it go after you gotta it. look in yep you gotta dig deep yep. and find that sound find who you are and what you want to represent or, pre or present to the world. You know? Right. Yeah, it's true. Yep. So you guys going to play us a song? What, what were sure. you going to say, Georgie? Uh, I was going to make a comment, but... I just no, said, go ahead. Say the last part you said. If you remember. Of what I just said? Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, that, that, nice. The gummy bear tea is, is messed with his brain. Oh, did you put the THC gummies in? <laughs> I, might have, I might have slipped in a couple. <laughs> So what are you guys playing for me? This is called Alcohol. So shout out to uh, Rock Rage Radio, to Red Rock Harley-Davidson, SMP Inc., and JPS Computers. Chase, thanks, man. This has been so much fun. We're not, we're not done. I'm just shouting out to the people that take care of us, like here at Sticky Paw Studios. I'm just showing some love. And um, we got Dirty Lover here at Hero's Journey Podcast. So if you're listening, you're watching... Um, I hope you're enjoying because I am. You guys, this has been fun so it's been far. Blast, this has been yeah. Blast. Yeah. Alcohol. I need you in my life so 
Yeah. Nice job, guys. Nice job. Woo. Thanks, man. Yeah. That one's actually out. It That's, is. Yeah. Out okay. Out. Yeah. So that one is uh. We put out a three-song EP first just to get people's whistle lit, you know, just because right. nobody's heard anything, to give them a little, a little bit more meat to bite into. Right. So that's all, that's uh, that okay, one's so out. So what are the three songs that are out right now? Johnny's Mission. Uh, we got four songs out right okay, now, actually. Sorry. So we just released Johnny's Mission a few months ago. There's Dirty Lover, Alcohol, and Are You Working Tonight? Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Releasing another yeah. one soon. Nice. Yeah. So tell me here, pull that mic closer to you. Tell me. What's it feel like sitting there right now, getting to perform in this room? Because um, I was watching you. I'm a singer, and I I'm know. having a good time. I, it's something I need to learn to adjust to. Okay. To be, I'm, I'm, I'm an honest person. I'm not yeah. gonna play off. Yeah, man, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was. It's really cool. I'm enjoying myself. The environment here is badass. I like the setup. Um, the microphone, the room, the setup. I'm not used to singing that way. Okay. Norm normally, I'm an animal, and I like to stand up and beat up Chuck while he's playing. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. And but that's the same. But uh, going back to learning, you know, from everybody, yeah. this is not unlike walking into a radio station right now. Yeah, this is exactly what it is. But now, picture this: you have to walk into that radio station at 6:50 a.m. and you have to perform one or two songs at 7.15 and 7.30 in the morning, which means as a singer, you have to get up out of bed four o'clock in the morning and start, no, but I'm just saying, it's it's not easy when you just performed the night before. Yeah. And you you have to get sleep. And I told you that last night, that your best friend is going to be sleep your best friend on the bus is you, the second best friend is your bunk. <laughs> uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are the things that you will find that the more you do this, the more you'll understand, but it's been fun to sit here and watch you guys do it. And I know that dirty lover is a baby band, but just for now, just guys, wait, just for this moment, that's it. It's about to pop off. Old baby's got to grow. Exactly. We're coming to probe your minds and your hearts. Because, <laughs> you know what? We were talking about songwriting. We were talking, you asked me, Georgie, where does, what influences me? Like, is it life? What is it? And you said, I know what influences me as a songwriter. What was that? Tell me. And it was because you, you talked about like Lord of the Rings and all that kind of stuff. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not your, you know, I think there's many different kinds of, uh, you know, I'm not John Lennon. I'm not going to sit here and write four lines and create a monster, monster mamma jam. I, I feel like grind into it. But um, when it comes to lyrical content, being a poet, it's very hard. People don't yeah. realize how hard mm -hmm. it is. My sister and her husband are all, like master degree college kids, you know, mm -hmm. writers and uh they went to classes to learn what I suffer <laughs> every day. And uh, right. uh, when I write, it comes from many different places. Uh, influences, my number one influence in my life is my family. Okay. Uh, I base everything off that. Um, relationships, people I meet, what I see in the world. Like, but when it comes to lyrical content, like you can have, when we were in a band, the factory, we had a little string hanging over the drummer with a little angel on it. 
and we need a lyrics. And I'm like, little angel on a string, looking hot with devil's wings, and I don't know why. I like little things like that because you right. could, you're pulling, you're pulling something that's right in front of you. You're making it artistic, and it kind of right. worked with the message. And that's what we were talking about. We we're talking about telling stories and taking this much in information, right? And the art of squishing that together and letting all the stuff that the nonsense, the, yeah. the stuff that sounds refining exactly, but it sounds too, almost too, uh, conversational. Yeah. The stuff that you don't remember, he, you know, it's, unless you say something that is poetic or just like almost like a hook kind of thing, you're not going to remember it. That was hooky. You know, that line and that bottom note, that's what gave it the hook. But you took and admired the the beauty and simply the simple beauty and turned it into something that sounded artistic. And that's what we do as artists. Yeah. And that's what I love. And most people don't understand it. They, meaning they don't understand what we're chasing, what we're doing, why we're doing it. They don't get that. Because and they don't have to. It's a, no, because it. there's a small percentage of people that unless, actually do it. Unless yeah. you actually do it and learn what it is. Like people think like all these big people out there, just things come to all, all the biggest artists in the world. They work just as hard as the smaller ones. Yeah. Every great song has 10,000 bad songs behind it. You know, right. it's like With, it takes a long yeah. time to be able to write those good songs. You know, right. that's why they sound so easy is because right. it, it is so hard to do that. Correct. Yeah. It's it's harder to write something simple versus something complicated. Something simple means you literally have to find that right it's pocket. It's like cooking Italian food. Less ingredients is harder. But if you can do it right, it, right? the result's going to be better. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. how we like go about recording. Well, you could throw a bunch of stuff into a song and then you just muddy it up and then yeah. you can like hide it. Or, and then, you know, you, if you have a bad song and you strip it back and you can't play it on acoustic, you know, it's not a good song. No, it's still a bad song. It's still a bad song. You know, yeah. and that's the thing. Uh, a great song can be, a great song can be stripped down to just, just the melody yeah. and lyrics. You're sitting there singing it a cappella, which is, you know, you go back to like a Nirvana song. Nirvana was so big because they sounded like damn nursery rhymes. If yep. you sang them, they exactly. sound like nursery rhymes. They were things that just, they were these earworms. Yep. And they, they put all this crunch guitar and simplified it though. It was all simplified stuff that- But it was right. But, but it was also raw and real. Yeah. And that's what was really cool. And mm -hmm. that's where me as an artist, that's where I live. That's what, that's what I wanna do. I write from how I'm feeling. It's not always, it's, it, it, just because it comes out doesn't mean it's great. And it's just like, but, but it, there's, organic, there's, there's something there, I'll work with it. And then, <clears throat> but then there are times it just jumps out of you, you know, and it's like, damn, you know. Those like, are usually the good ones, but yeah, the yeah. ones you work hard for, like we have a song called Johnny's Mission and <clears throat> I usually I write, we write guitars on acoustic, but this one we didn't. And it, it was kind of hard for me because we, I produced the whole, and I heard the thing, produced the whole thing and I sent him and. You know, then he wrote the whole lyrics and the melody and everything, but it was just a struggle because it's such a different song. But once we found it, once we found it, it's like the skies open up. Right. You're, and you're like, oh, that's it. And you just know, you know? Right. So but it's a struggle. That, that process, explain to me, <clears throat> excuse me, because you're in Nashville, you're in New York, and you live in Harlem, correct? Yeah. What part? Uh, West Harlem. West Harlem. It just sounds cool. 
<laughs> Sorry, it is man. Cool. It is and cool now. He, now it is. And as he was saying, you know, that his 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 apartment's the size of the studio right now that we're in, just this room. Yeah. And we've I've been there, meaning, like, uh, I I lived in L.A. in a really small place. I had got a soap opera in New York. Uh, I got a three-year contract role on a soap opera out there that I turned down because New York was scary to this Oregon boy. I just moved to Hollywood. Oh yeah. Right? Just moved to Hollywood. And the 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 limo driver picks me up and from the airport and is taking me to you know to the studio and he drops me off at the wrong one. And so I ask, where's this at? And they point, you go down this block, turn on, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'll just walk. You know, it's really early in the morning. And all I see is piles of garbage in garbage bags on the street. So nasty thing. So I, this is what I see. And so I see these police officers blocking the street, just talking to each other right in the middle of the street. And I asked where, where this studio is, and they're pointing. And I'm like, is today garbage day? And they're like, you're not from here. I'm like, no. They're like, every day is garbage day. And I'm like, like this? That was strike one. It scared me. Strike two, some guy gets shot trying to rob a Sam Goody, you know. Strike three, I'm looking out my window. I'm at the St. Moritz Hotel where they're putting me up. I look out, and this woman's walking her dog across the street, and she gets hit by a, by a taxi. Oh and the God. taxi just Sounds like going. a normal Tuesday afternoon. I know. <laughs> and I'm staring out at Central Park. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was one of those things where, for me, it, I was like, no way. And my buddy Ty Mock, he was in, he was in the uh, "Let's Wait a While" video with with uh, Janet Jackson. Oh wow! He, I hit him up, and he's like, "Hey, just take the subway, come to my place." I'm like, "No, I'll take a taxi. I'm not trying this subway stuff." And seriously, I'm by myself. You know, this is all like a little overwhelming for this Oregon kid. And and I go to his place, and he's out on the stoop of his block, mm -hmm. and they're waiting for me with all his friends, and he's this model actor whatever and they're like there's a, a one of the producers for janet jackson was there with him sitting there so we're all talking like, why do you hear brian i go to tell him and they're like you gotta stay new york's great i'm like i don't think i'm staying i don't this is too much for me i'm like where do you live he goes this is a working actor he goes i live with my mom in the rent control department <laughs> upstairs he goes I've been living here my whole life. And his friends go, this block, from that corner to that corner, nobody comes on this block because it's his block. Mm -hmm. He's a New York State, you know, martial arts champion, blah, blah, blah. It's been like that his whole life. Nobody comes to cause trouble on this block. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I'm going home. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, I I'm, just left the cleanest. I, I, oh, and the, and the last thing they, they told me was your car. You, it's like 500 bucks to park your car. Yeah. If I want to keep it's my car there. It's almost as expensive as the freaking, um, uh, no, this apartment. was back. This was back. Like, so it's way well, more. Well, it's even worse. Well, it's, yeah, more it's, it's a lot safer now than when you were there, but, uh, the, the price of everything just got more expensive. Right. Yeah. Really? So that hasn't changed at all. Right. Here, so here's one thing about New York City though it has an energy like oh man I went there for Christmas once like uh, for uh, I was I went and did uh, that that um, Donald Trump show oh, really? you're fired what is that oh uh, 
Uh, yeah. D. Snyder from from Twisted Sister had me on me and Mark on as a, one of his guests. Really? Yeah. So we went to New York and we're a part of the show. That's cool. Yeah, it was crazy. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. It has a it has an energy. You said. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you sink or you float in that city, and you flow with the the city, or it just swallows you. Like yeah. you'll see people that'll come to New York City. And just they're walking around and they're looking around and people are bumping them around everywhere. Like you have to walk fast. You have to like it has a, a heartbeat, you know. Right. But once you're in that city, like I lived there, I don't know, a year and a half, two years. But when I left, I didn't realize how much stress I was carrying around just being in that city on a, on a day to day basis. That's why we go back to that old lesson I said before about looking in the mirror and recognizing who you are and, you know, creating mm -hmm. your own identity with being happy with who's staring back at you. Right. That's why there's so many jaded people in New York City because people think they have to be a certain way, act a certain way, go out to certain scenes, be a part of this scene, be a part of that scene. What they don't realize, well, they will when they get older, but you are the scene. If you take that energy with you, you make New York City a blast. If you're always trying to be a part of it, in, you know, if you're always trying to dig in and trying to be a part of something instead of being a part of yourself, that's where you crash and burn. That's where right. you get burnt out. That's where you get jaded. That's where you have these people with these weird attitudes. New York City is filled with people that are honest, brutal, and straightforward. When you meet somebody that's not like that, nine out of 10 times, they're not from New York. <laughs> I mean, if you don't meet somebody that's straightforward and brutal, nine out of 10 times, they're not from New York. You barely right. meet New Yorkers these days in New York. Really? It's, it's all tourists. Oh, wow. Yeah. So back to that, being uh, in New York, you're in Nashville. So we're gonna have one more song yeah um how do these songs how do you guys writing these songs with not being in the same state we literally probably do facetime sessions almost every day it, really? we, we talk every day at least once or twice texting we will work any way possible so facetime sessions i'll start an idea and the we want to write this stuff together as much as possible right but the thing is we know that anything I come up with, the reason I'm coming up with it is because we're doing this together right, right now, you know? Right. So like these songs wouldn't exist if we weren't doing what we're doing. So everything is for the betterment of the song. So I'll send him an idea and I'll give him the chance to be a singer and an artist and let him create while I'm creating new ideas. So what we'll do is we'll start things and then we'll just plant the seed and just watch it grow. And then right. some things turn into cool stuff and a lot of stuff doesn't, you know? Very, <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like working with Chuck, for instance, like, you know, we have the song, Not Today. Anyone can bruise. No, I don't like you. Especially when you're wearing those shoes. I don't want to go back to your place. Created that w when I was quitting the fashion job, right? And I've had it in my pocket for since like 2012, 13, I don't remember. Right. Very many years. I work with Chuck. All of a sudden, I, I create this verse that really connected so well with that. And I thought about Nashville and I thought about all the experiences he brought me to and all the work we're doing. And I thought about Chuck and I created, not today, not today. The chorus idea of the mm -hmm. vibe of it, that just came because we are working with, with each other. And it's one of the reasons why everything's working out so well because a lot of the stuff he comes up with, it's something I usually push people to do. Yeah, our end goal is the same without even having to talk about it. Right. So that's what makes it easy is we're not fighting like, oh, that's horrible. Or, I don't like that. We're like, oh, that's cool. Let's just change this or about change this a little bit. But like we, autom we automatically know what it's going to sound like before it's even done because we have the same vision for the song. That's and then really once cool. we get there, he's got to deal with me 
going crazy every other day, like <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. <sighs> More bass, bro, please. More bass. <laughs> <laughs> so, be, because we're almost running out of time, I want to get to your last song. Yeah. Um, this was the what is it called? Uh, uh, sex attention. Brand sex new. attention. Okay. So this. now. I want you to set this up because you had said something. There's two things I don't, I don't want to pass over. I want to shout out to to your dog, your grandpa, who's they're here with us right now, watching you get to do what you do and what yeah, you man. love. And I, I, the way you talked about your dog, it was like your own kid. And then your grandpa, who was like a dad to you, he'd be proud of you right now, being in this room, getting to do this. You're cutting your teeth right now with me and i appreciate you very much thank you for doing this with me so i before we're going to go out with with this will be our goodbye and the last thing we opened with the song we're going to close with the song and i hope you guys have had a really good time you guys had a good time today Man, it's a been blast. a blast thank can't wait to come back chase you having a good time i'm having a great time brian thanks awesome chase. so I, again, I uh, want to thank our sponsors. I want to I want to thank Sticky Paw Studios, uh, uh, SMP Inc. Let them rebuild your confidence. Uh, JPS Computers, Jesse, Alex over there. Thank you guys so much for doing what you're doing for us. And our brand new sponsor, Chase. Our brand new sponsor to the show is Red Rock Harley Davidson. Um, here's the thing, guys. I still have a license, so if you want a bike, you want a Harley. You can reach out to me. You can message me, Chase. You can message the show. Follow us on a Hero's Journey podcast. Um, go like, subscribe, all that stuff. But as you're doing that, if you want me to help you get a bike, I'll help you do that. I still have a license. I'm the one guy allowed to walk in that store anytime I want and help somebody buy a bike. It's, um, it's an honor. And uh, thank you, Red Rock Harley Davidson. Um, again, uh Rock Rage Radio listeners, as they say, we are everywhere. And I have Dirty Lover from Nashville and New York, Harlem. <laughs> New York right. City. New York City. Um, and and uh, they're going to play us a brand new song that's going to be dropping here real soon, correct? Not yet. This is, we literally just wrote this. Just wrote this song. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's brand new. So Love it. It has a long journey to go. This has a long... Okay, I know that. I know. <laughs> Oh man, I've made my fans wait years for things. So don't don't do that. No, we'll be that that's a long. that's a bad mistake. No, it's going to uh, be on this album for sure. Yeah, this is a Heroes Journey podcast, and uh, I got Chase the Voice back there. Thank you, buddy. Hey, it's my pleasure as always. And we got Dirty Lover. to leave this town Living evaded repentance inside Don't strip it off and not expect a last goodbye Let's set the animals loose All I need is sex attention Is sex attention Sex attention. Is it 
journey podcast and that was dirty lover shout out to rock rage radio we are everywhere dream and i believe it's coming around it's coming around to me